The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you interested in changing a part of your life? Whether it's finances, relationships, reducing stress, or just personal health, sometimes just changing a few small things can bring great rewards. Welcome to Moving Forward, Wellness One Step at a Time with Dr. Serena Wadwa. We'll provide possible steps you need to see these improvements. All we ask is that you try them out. Now, here is Dr. Serena Wadwa. Hi, and welcome to today's show. Thanks for joining us today. We've got actually um, a really interesting show today, and um, I want to first thank uh, Cicely Everson, who's our guest today, for joining in with us. Um, So thank you for coming in, especially last minute. Um, She is, just to give you some background about her before we begin, she's a licensed, and I'm going to say this word wrong because some of these words in this world I just cannot pronounce. That's okay. as, as, just go ahead and say it. Esthetician, you were on the <laughs> right you, path. <laughs> yeah, I was on the right path, but not quite there. She's also a certified master herbalist and licensed in telomere science so she's got like a host of different things going on here and some definite expertise in these different areas and you know thank you for coming on today i'm really excited to talk with you about some of these different um topics oh sure well thank you i mean that Thank you for the introduction. It, that bio sounds pretty impressive, but I promise I'm not nearly as complicated <laughs> as it sounds. So. Well, simple is good, too. So let's. Uh, so tell us a little about, you know, how, because you, you, do, you do have lots of information and backgrounds in, in different mm-hmm. fields. I mean, you're licensed or certified in different things. How do you conceptualize wellness? Uh, well, that's that's a great question, actually, because I think perception is reality. So um, the definition of wellness could be different for each person. But I think the way that we typically define wellness, um, we have to look at look at the total wellness as a makeup of not just our physical health. I think that's what most people typically think of. But our physical health, also our mental and spiritual wellness as well. And I think that an imbalance in any of those areas can affect the overall picture of health. So it's not, health isn't just the absence of disease, um, but it's how all of those areas in your life fit together, sort of like the pieces of a puzzle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, and it can be intimidating at first, but in order to really take a look at our total well-being, we have to evaluate ourselves and kind of see how we stack up in each of those areas. Because usually, you know, living in this fast-paced world, there's usually something that we all want to improve a little bit, you know. So um, wellness is definitely um, a makeup of all of those aspects of your life, not just your physical health and, you know, whether or not you've got a chronic illness. It goes way beyond that. And and speaking, so it sounds like, I mean, like from, from your own perspective and your own history and education that you really see how 
different pieces fit together in this whole kind of um, um, being. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, one of the things that um, really intrigued me as well was that, you know, on your website, you talked a little bit about like all these different approaches that you integrate, you know, when you talk about um, helping individuals and, and this this idea of uh, like natural healing. And, and I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit more about you know, just some of these different, um, you know, starting off with like maybe the being a master herbalist mm-hmm. or what telomere science is, because okay. I, I don't, I don't well, know if people know that. One of the things that really drew me to holistic uh, medicine was the fact that there were all of these different modalities that have been used many for thousands of years. And I thought, well, there's got to be something to it. If it's been used all this time, um, it's, it's, tested, you know, it's time tested. And um, so what I decided to do was not to focus specifically in one area because I find that when I um, would do that, I felt like I was just missing out on all, all of these other wonderful approaches. So we use a little bit of everything from herbal medicine to aromatherapy, which deals with essential oils and herbal medicine deals with herbs. Um, to flower essences, which helps with emotional trauma and emotional healing, um, to bioidentical hormone therapy. I think probably the best understood by, um, you know, the average client, most people have a little bit of an understanding about herbs and they think, okay, well, it's natural, it's, you know, safe to use. And herbs are wonderful and they are natural and many can be safe to use. But one thing that we, you know, we want people to know that even though we don't do traditional conventional medicine, you still have to be safe and play it smart when you're dealing with herbs. Um, Although they're natural, you want to make sure that, you know, it's not going to um, interact with a prescription medicine or interact with another herb or maybe interact with a condition that you already have. So that's one thing that intrigued me about getting into herbal medicine and really sort of going through that maze to see how we could best help people um, in ways that would really alleviate a lot of the discomfort that I think people are dealing with. I think it's about one out of two or three people have like a chronic illness today in America, and that's pretty staggering. So, um, you know, we just sort of like to take a, a multidimensional approach because what works for me and what I love may not be your favorite thing. Right. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, because some of those herbs don't always taste pretty good either. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. <laughs> so if your preference is something that tastes good, that may not be your route, maybe. <laughs> Can you, um, like, talk a little bit more about, like, when you say that, you know, because herbal medicine, I think, intrigues a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we commonly hear about eating things like, um, you know, like green tea is something that tends mm-hmm. to be popular for a lot of people. There's lots of benefits to it. Mm-hmm. Most of us, um, you know, have heard about those benefits. And and I'm curious, like, w- when you say that we need to be, mind, you know, mindful about mm-hmm. what kinds of herbal products we're using, what, what mm-hmm. like, you know, if I go to the store and I pick up a green tea box you look for yeah exactly what do i what am i looking for when when you're and you know you're you're on to something because it can be really overwhelming if you go in any health food store 
There are like a gazillion products on the shelves. And if you're just starting out, I mean, you could feel totally overwhelmed <laughs> and have a you know panic attack and not know what to do. Exactly. And just pray that the person who works there can help you because that right. isn't always the case. So we always encourage people to read, read, read on your own as much as possible. Now, for example, if you were going to go pick out um, a green tea, well, green tea is very popular because um, it has a lot of antioxidants. And another reason why we encourage people to read is because it isn't always the only option. So, for example, um, raw cacao, which is chocolate but in its raw form, is actually probably the most antioxidant-dense um, uh, you know, uh, substance of any plant-based material. So if you're going for green tea but you happen to love the taste of chocolate, you could you know, potentially have a smoothie or a drink or a snack with the raw cacao in it and get a whole lot more antioxidants in it. So we just like to educate and sort of empower people to really start, you know, taking their health into their own hands. Herbs are so fascinating because they have so many different natural chemicals in them. I mean, so many that researchers have not even tapped into nearly all of what's in them. Um, so that's why it's good to really sort of start start low and then build from there in terms of, you know, a dosage or a frequency. But that's, you know, that's one of the one of the reasons why we're here is to really help people navigate through because it can be really tough, especially in the beginning. Um, and in herbs, you can get them in capsule form, um, in a liquid extract form, which is one of my favorites because um, it's bioavailable, immediately goes into your bloodstream, and so you don't have to wait for, you know, your stomach to break down um, the capsule, the material that the herbs are encapsulated in. So it gets really fascinating, and um, that's probably um, something that we use in just about every protocol, although we include some others. Herbal medicine is just really, it's really incredible. So one question then that I have for you, I mean, it sounds like, like for listeners that um, are wanting to, um, you know, take a step in moving forward in their own wellness, and they, they are curious about herbal medicine, it sounds like one thing that you suggest that they can even start with is, is really reading um, about the product that they are interested in and just right. getting getting information from a variety of sources not just not just one one you're source. Absolutely right. You hit the nail on the head because you want to make sure that you're finding a variety of sources and that you don't just stop at the first one that you read. Um, and you also want to look for independent studies because, you know, let's face it, a lot of the information that we get through mass media you know, it's funded by some really huge um, folks, and it's really good to get your information from a source where th the source can be trusted, you know. Um, so if that's important to you as a consumer, then it's a really great idea, like you said, to look for a variety of different studies and sort of see if it resonates with you. I think at the end of the day, the most important thing that you can do is to really evaluate the situation, make sure that you feel totally comfortable. If you have that feeling in your gut, that this really fits me, then typically that's usually the right way to go, you know? Yeah. And that's really a, a great step too. just, you know, for listeners or anyone to be mindful about is really just kind of trusting their own, their own gut. Yeah. You know, that kind of really inner been voice. upon. I mean, unfortunately, yeah. you know, in, in our society, because we're so uh, medicine driven and I tell people all the time, you know, Conventional medicine absolutely has its place. We're not here as alternative clinicians. We're not here to bash traditional medicine at all. 
what we're doing is really helping people to understand that there are other options that have been around for longer than any of us have been living and that you can regain control of your own health and use conventional medicine sometimes as more of a last resort versus a first resort. So that's sort of our position on it. So, so for listeners that are out there, I mean, like one step, just kind of um, staying with the theme of like green tea, mm-hmm. you're, you know, what I'm really hearing is part of what, what you recommend and what you suggest for um, uh, listeners and others is, is not just getting a whole lot of information about like, let's, we'll just stay with the green tea. So not just reading a whole lot about green tea, but also making informed decisions about the products that they're using. So really right. looking at breaking it down, what are the costs, what are the benefits, what are the risks of taking this product as opposed to that product when it comes to that. Exactly. And, you know, um, in terms of green tea, every herb has a Latin name, okay? It's got a Latin binomial that's used in science, but a lot of us don't know those. And even as a master herbalist, I'm not going to sit here and lie to you and tell you that I know every Latin name for every herb, okay? I'm not going to do that to you. But it is important, for example, green tea, there are different varieties. So if you're not sure what you want, that's where the research sort of comes into play. And then also look at the sustainability um, factor as well. Is buying organic food important to you? Because if it is, which hopefully it is, if it is, then you should be looking for the same level of quality in your herbs, in your supplements, in your vitamins, because there are a lot of supplements that can really slip through the cracks because a, a dietary supplement is not a food and it's not a drug. Right. Which means that the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration, doesn't have to regulate it. So a lot of companies don't have to report or follow any certain protocol. Um, so that's where your, your intuition and your gut really comes in and research and ask questions. I tell people, ask questions because you have a right to know. It's your health. So if you're looking for a green tea and, you know, having something that's natural, um, is important to you, ask about how it's harvested. Is your green tea organic? And nowadays you have to ask, is this non-GMO? You know, and that would be genetically modified organisms is what GMO stands for. And for a lot of people who are really starting to, um, you know, evolve and take that next step, you know, we have to ask these things. And what I've found is that if people aren't open and, you know, they sort of give you a little attitude when you ask, chances are they either don't know <laughs> or, you know, they're benefiting from, selling this product, so it doesn't really matter to them one way or the other. So just sort of go with your gut, but ask questions, you know. And, and on that note, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Cicely Everson. Stay tuned. Okay. Learn more. Live better. Voice America Health & Wellness. How is your health? Do you want to know more about it? Every day there are new technologies, procedures, and healing techniques coming forward. To understand them, tune in to Speaking of Health with Dr. Michael Cudlis. Our guests come from different backgrounds in the fields of health and healing. We'll discuss new realities and modalities, from chiropractic to metagenics. It's all designed to improve your quality of life. Speaking of Health is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Take charge of your fitness and take charge of your healthy life. Listen for Be Fit for Life with your host, Chad Austin. Think back over the past week, the past month, the past years. Are you like a lot of other people? Too busy with the kids, work, travel, social calendars, business calendars, the day, the night, this and that. 
Make the decision to be healthier. Just do it. Chad Austin has made a living from motivating people to stop excuses and make fitness a priority in their lives. Tune in every Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Moving Forward, Wellness One Step at a Time with Dr. Serena Wathwa. If you have a question or comment for the show today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to drserenawathwa at gmail.com. That's drserenawathwa at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. All right, and welcome back. Thanks for staying tuned with us as we're exploring a couple different topics with Cicely Everson. And, you know, right before we went to break, um, you were talking about, you know, just asking questions when it comes to um, different herbs or products or whatever it is that individuals want to use. And I know we were talking about during the break that how, um, you know, it's not meant to put fear in people that this is not FDA regulated, but that, but really it is about being proactive and that's really a way to help you or, you know, help anyone to, to move forward in, in their own wellness and their own well-being and their own health, like what you were talking about earlier. Yeah. Go ahead. Exactly. I think that, you know, it's, like you said, being proactive is extremely important. You know, we ask people a lot, are you preparing or are you repairing? And unfortunately, most of us are in some sort of a repair stage. But if we can really, you know, go back to basics and think about it on a much more simple level, if we really start to prepare, then, you know, our bodies will be stronger, our minds will be clearer and healthier, and, um, you know, we'll be able to make more informed decisions, like you said. And we don't want to, you know, scare anyone. There are lots of products that aren't FDA, you know, approved. And right. that's not, that doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. Um, but that's where your own intelligence and your own intuition sort of comes into play. And I think, you know, sometimes that can sort of stop people from venturing into alternative medicine or into just being well at all. And a lot of times we're the problem. Like a lot of times it's us and we all come with some sort of baggage, but sometimes um, certain things sort of block us from maybe going with our gut. You know, in our society, we're reliant on conventional medicine and seeing our doctor and that sort of thing. So I think if we just sort of go back to basics, um, we'll see that we really have more power than we knew, you know, in making some of these informed decisions. And I really like that phrase that you use, preparing or repairing, because I think, you know, most of us don't really give thought to how we can prevent a lot of illnesses or symptoms or things of that nature. We we really just kind of go through it, you know, just waiting you know, when it happens, then I'll deal with it. But there's lots right. of things from what you're saying, too, that can be done in order to prevent even some of those things from occurring. And, you know, maybe herbal medicine might be one of those steps for people. Yeah, Is that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Exactly. I mean, I think that, and there are a few steps that people can take if they're starting out 
and they have absolutely no clue where to start, which is usually what happens with most of us. Um, and one of those things, which is a little unconventional, you know, I would tell people is to find something to feel good about first. Start working on um, the emotional side of you because a lot of the things that we do in, in our adulthood is a result of things that have happened way back when, back in the day. So sometimes we bring that baggage, you know, into our adulthood. Some of us may have carry-on size, and some of us have rolling suitcases, but it's okay. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's okay, nonetheless. Check your baggage. Right. I think what's important is that we, you know, accept ourselves um, right here where we are, you know, you and your luggage, and really try to get to the root cause of what's stopping you. Um, but definitely, I think that feeling good, finding something to feel good about, um, so that way you are attracting more positive things in your life is a huge, is going to be a huge step towards wellness. And a lot of people think, well, well, I have this going on and I have bills and, you know, my job I don't really like and, you know, my car just broke down. What, what is there for me to feel good about? But there's always something to be grateful for. So that's why we really try to integrate a lot of these practices so that people see, well, each aspect of your life is really important, you know. Yeah, so what what might be like, what are the benefits that you've seen for individuals then that um, integrate herbal medicine? You know, like, can you give maybe an example of, you know, how it might work for somebody? Sure. Well, let's say um, someone wants to reverse a chronic illness um, or they want to lose weight or maybe they they just feel like they have some stuff going on inside and maybe they suffer from allergies a lot. And usually that's because of built-up toxins inside the body. Um, Herbal medicine is extremely useful in detoxification. And that's an area that can be pretty tricky and confusing and overwhelming if you don't know anything about it because, again, there are so many products that line the shelves. And one thing that we never really recommend is like a seven-day cleanse or a 10-day cleanse. Those, to me, should really be left for sort of like the pros, the people who have already detox, you know, they're regulars at it. They do it a couple times a year or with the change of each season. But, you know, how many people really fit into that category? So I think herbs can be used to detoxify the body, um, and the results are astounding. And when we, you know, guide anyone through detoxification, we're cleansing and building one organ at a time. So we're not talking about like a whole body flush or something where, you know, you have to stay at home for the whole weekend and sit right next to the bathroom. It's not one of those, types of, you know, cleanses. There are, you, you know, you'd be surprised. But um, using herbs, quality herbs to detoxify the body with someone who's experienced can give you, wow, mental clarity, can purify your body, regenerate your liver, get rid of allergies, food allergies, really incredible. So, you know, kind of moving into that then, I mean, you mentioned that herbs can help with detoxing the body. And you talked about how detoxification is really about um, cleansing out a buildup of toxins. And I'm curious, like, you know, because some listeners may not really know, you know, what, how does that happen? Like, how do we get this buildup of toxins? And when you, what do you mean by, what do you mean by toxins? Well, a toxin is basically any sort of a pathogen, something that's foreign to our bodies. And unfortunately, no matter how healthy you live, we're all bombarded with some sort of toxins. It doesn't mean that you should stop trying to be healthy. We all want to achieve that. <laughs> but, but we're bombarded with toxins in our air, 
the food, the water supply. So that's a really, um, that's, that sends a clear message that we have to be really, really, um, you know, guided in terms of the choices we make with the foods that we eat, you know, the produce that we buy, trying to buy organic. Um, but absolutely, detoxification is something that um, yields so many different benefits. And I know just from my own personal background, I had eczema for years. And a lot of people think, oh, well, that's really no biggie. It's, you know, skin rash or itchy skin. But whenever you have anything going on um, topically on your skin, that's just a reflection of what's going on inside your body. So I thought, wow, well, if this is going on on the outside, I'd hate to see what's happening on the inside. Oh, yeah. So for me, I became really passionate about researching what is it going to take to cleanse the organs that are directly related to my skin health. And for me, that was getting my digestive system and my bowels in check, getting those clean and regular, cleansing the liver. Um, You can literally, we've seen chronic conditions be reversed truly through um, good, safe, you know, detoxification. But, you know, toxins are something that we all carry a certain toxic body burden, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So it's important for us to be a little more conscious about, you know, our diets and our lifestyles. Um, that way, the better you eat, you can sort of gently detoxify your body. So that way, if you're going to lead up to, let's say, a detoxification protocol, um, you're not going to have as many symptoms. And that's, that's something, too, that people need to know because I've, I've had people say to me, oh, well, I detoxed once, but I started breaking out. I caught a cold. So I yeah. stopped. And I said, well, that's actually a good thing because that means your body's working. It's throwing off all the junk that Lord knows how long, you know, some of us have been accumulating. Exactly. So it's important to know, you know, the benefits. Yeah, I mean, that's really interesting because I've always heard about detoxification and I've been very curious about trying it. But then I hear like all these stories about how people are sick for like (laughs) days and, you know, they're like need to stay by their bathroom. And I'm just like, I don't know if that's really for me then. Right. Well, listen, (laughs) detoxification is for everyone. Um, We've even had to detox kids. And it doesn't have to be as drastic as it sounds. We always, always start with the bowels and the digestive system. That's our main route of elimination, right? So every day we all go to the bathroom and we have to eliminate. And some go a lot more than others. But the goal is to go, you know, once for each meal that you eat pretty much in a day. And when I tell people that, they say, "Uh, well, I'm lucky if I go once or twice in a week. And I had one person tell me not long ago that they're lucky if they go twice a month. And I almost fell out of my chair. Because, wow. Yeah, having blockages in your digestive system, you can do a lot of damage to your health. And our bodies will start to um, sort of poison ourselves from the inside out. So if you're eating food, what goes in must come out. And if it's getting stuck in there, then, you know, the ramifications of that are food that's been decaying. And so oh. is crucial, but starting with the bowels is, is the best way to go. Mm-hmm. And it also sounds like then too, so you, what you're suggesting then is that that it's beneficial for everyone to go through a detoxification and doing that first by like a small scale detox, like not mm-hmm. doing one of, like what you mentioned right. earlier about one right. of those seven day cleanses or something like that. Exactly. 
And I really like, you know, this this idea that you mentioned, um, you know, that really um, an effective detox really works on one organ or part of your body at a time, mm-hmm. and that you kind of build on that through, you know, through a regimen or whatever kind of detox you're using, because that's really like, you know, we can only sustain so much stress and, and, um, um, variety in our day-to-day life. And I can imagine what a detoxification can do for some people. Oh, absolutely. So that's interesting. So the question that, you know, came to mind as you were talking, you you mentioned organics, um, you know, and I'm curious about what about for people, you know, there may be listeners that, you know, organic food is obviously very expensive. And, you know, what about for individuals that may not be able to spend extra money to get organic food? Mm-hmm. Is there like in just the, you know, couple of minutes that we have left, is there something that you can suggest um, before we yeah. get a break about how to work with that? Okay, so if you're looking to eat more organic foods but money is an issue, you could start by growing um, organic herbs that you can grow in herb pots. You don't need to have a backyard. You could, If you're living in an apartment, you could still grow those. Also shopping <clears throat> locally at your farmer's markets, but that can get tricky. You have to ask questions, look at labels, stickers on the produce, because um, so some local farmer's markets may still be getting produce from California. And if you live on the East Coast, that's not local. So Mm -hmm. you want to make sure that you're looking at that. Um, But also looking at places like even Trader Joe's, for example, and I know they've got several across the country. Um, Trader Joe's has remarkably low prices for organic foods, and they're not paying me to say this, but (laughs) I shop there on a regular basis, and you would be surprised at the price breaks that you will find on organic foods versus the conventional foods in your, you know, supermarket chain, wherever you live. So find a place um, that where you can start and look at your favorite foods. What are your favorite foods? And maybe start with just one or two, taking baby steps and just make the commitment to maybe pay a dollar or two more, you know, for that item or per pound or whatever the case is and see how you feel after you, after you've eaten it. Can you tell a difference? Does it make you feel good? Great. All right. And on that note, uh, stay tuned. We'll uh, come back after this break. Thanks. Step into a healthier you. Voice America Health & Wellness. You read about it in health news every day. Cancer rates are going up. Obesity in the U.S. is on the rise. Heart disease and diabetes are top killers every year. We can follow the advice of our doctor, but cravings persist. Weight goes up and energy is still down. It doesn't have to be like this. Tune in for Body Balance Talk with your host, Jeannie Schmidt, along with Lucy and Madeline. You'll learn how you can work with your body to feel better and look better, too. Body Balance Talk airs live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific Time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness.
You are listening to Moving Forward, Wellness One Step at a Time with Dr. Serena Wathwa. If you have a question or comment for the show today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to drserenawathwa at gmail.com. That's drserenawathwa at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. All right, and welcome back. Thanks for staying tuned. And we are talking with Cicely Everson, who is uh, talking about a lot of different things with us today. But before we went to break, we were, you know, we were having a conversation about, um, you know, like one way of helping yourself detox is by starting to eat more organically. And, you know, I really like the suggestion you gave because, you know, I'm, I've always heard about the benefits of eating more organically, but it seems like such a big feat to switch your entire, you know, grocery list into organic foods. And so what you had mentioned, you know, is starting off, like just take one or two foods and convert those and then start with that and then move into a couple others. And I think that's Mm -hmm. such a great way to start it. Now, you had mentioned during the break there was a couple different uh, lists. Yes. So when you're shopping for organic produce, um, they have what's called uh, the Dirty Dozen, which would be the (laughs) most contaminated foods with pesticides, and then the Clean 15. And, I mean, the list sort of continue to grow um, in both ways. So it's real good to be informed. Um, The Environmental Working Group, um, you can Google them. You can look at their website. They have a list of all of the foods. But a few of the most contaminated foods um, with pesticides and herbicides would be apples, um, peaches, your stone fruits, pretty much all of your berries. And you can kind of use your common sense, too, and think about, well, what Foods have really thick skin that would be harder for pesticides to penetrate. Mm. So when you think about bananas, that's a little bit harder for pesticides to penetrate. Pineapples, when you think about Mm. the skin on them, avocados. Um, But apples are probably the number one. And that's one of the things that we tell people, especially if they're parents, please stop feeding your kids, you know, apple products, apple-based products that are not organic because all of the pesticides that are in them, with all of the case studies that have been done, blood tests from these children have shown such high levels of pesticides. And although we don't know all of the ramifications, pesticides have been linked to chronic illness, you know, lack of uh, focus and concentration, cancer, you know, a ton of things. So just use your best judgment and do what you can when you can. That's what we tell people. You know, once you know, then hopefully eventually you do better. Just do it when you can. Yeah, and I'm curious to know, you know, because um, like you mentioned some of these studies too. I mean, do you know, like, is there a resource that you recommend to get information on this? Okay, so one resource that I use a lot, um, I use it both for professional and personal use, is PubMed, and that's P-U-B-M-E-D dot org, Um, PubMed. Actually, I can't remember if it's, it's, uh, pubmed.gov, sorry. But that is the um, the actual website where you can find tons of research papers. Now, you may have to sort through some of the medical language that they use, um, but there are tons of, um, of papers and research that has been done on um, anything that you can think of. But if you're looking specifically for organic foods, you can type in the search box. Um, organic foods and pesticides or the dangers of pesticides, and you'll find a plethora of information. 
Oh, great. Okay. What about now? So kind of moving on, moving a bit in a different direction. I'm, I'm very curious about um, if you could talk a little bit about telomere science. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, people are like, what is that? Okay. What so is that? Well, okay. If you can envision for a minute, um, we all have telomeres in our body, and telomeres are the little caps that are at the end of each strand of our DNA. And if you picture a shoelace, a telomere is pretty much like the cap at the end of a shoelace, at the end of a mm-hmm. shoestring. And so our telomeres get shorter as we, as we age, and when our DNA is left unprotected, as the telomeres get shorter, our cells start to age faster. So there was some research done, um, and studies showed that the older people had more cell damage based on their telomeres being shorter. Um, and so there's a company, and we actually carry their, their, one of their products. It's called TA65. It's actually an enzyme that helps to increase the length of the telomeres. And it doesn't just uh, serve a purpose for anti-aging, but also, you know, enhances vitality and memory. Um, a lot of people have found um, a lot of great benefits, especially, you know, seniors or like the baby, the baby boomers, people who are really looking to start turning back the hands of time and, you know, they're empty nesters. They've got the kids out of the house. They really want to start focusing on them, and it's really a good way to, to sort of protect, your, protect yourself. Yeah, I'm curious, um, you know, do you see um, if like a detoxing regimen or some of the herbal medicine that you talked about earlier, are those things that can also help with, with, oh, absolutely. Um, with aging? Yeah. Um, the, the cleaner, the cleaner anything stays, I think, um, the longer it functions well, right? So just like with a car, and I always tell people, if you compare your body to a car, if you have a luxury car and you put in, you know, the cheapest gas all the time, eventually it's going gonna, it's gonna to break down. It's going to chronically break down little by little, and our bodies are no different. So if we eat poor foods, if that's the predominant trend, I'm not saying that we can't splurge and treat ourselves, but if we eat poorly, then we're going to have poor health. It's really that simple. So um, definitely by, by regularly detoxifying our bodies, even if it is just taking, you know, an organ at a time, cleansing your, your stomach or maybe cleansing your liver, if you do that a couple times a year and you're really focused at that, getting your body clean, you know, it's, it does not leave a breeding ground for, you know, parasites and a lot of other things that can cause aging and debilitating conditions. So it's not just, I mean, so it sounds like what you're saying too is that a lot of what we may um, ingest or even like uh, what you mentioned earlier, like pesticides, so, you know, we mm-hmm. may not, we're, we're not consciously choosing to ingest them, but just right. the toxins, that's what I mean, the toxins mm-hmm. that we may be exposed to, a lot of that can affect um, our own individual processes of, of aging, Oh, absolutely, because we all have at the very, you know, base of our being, you know, we're made up of trillions of cells, and then we have hormones that are natural chemicals in our bodies that send messages to our brain and throughout the rest of our body. For me to even be able to sit here and and speak right now, hormones are regulating almost every function. So the food that you eat 
and the lifestyle that you live absolutely play a role um, into keeping your body in balance, you know, um, keeping your brain sharp and, and all those sorts of things. So now you see why there was absolutely no way getting into holistic health that I could focus on one thing. I had to absolutely study and sort of get my feet wet in every area because I think it's all about balance. It doesn't mean that you have to, you know, be gung-ho about one particular field and just carry that out all the way. It's okay to try different paths to see what works for you and try a combination. If a combination works best for you, then, you know, then by all means do that. And I like what you said earlier, because it also sounds like, you know, when you're talking about natural wellness, which are some of the things that we've um, been talking about, and even this integrative piece, that really it's about looking at how are you sustaining your own health and wellness, you know, mm-hmm. so, you know, while we're, we're not always going to eat 100%, 100% of the time, right. you know, or eat well 100% of the time, the idea is really looking at, okay, well, how are we sustaining ourselves? Where, right. where what are we doing on a day-to-day basis? And what small steps can we take, um, you know, in that direction? Right. And, and one small step that we can all take, um, you know, when we get off the show or tonight is to, is to just sort of get still and get quiet and to start meditating. And for me, I thought, okay, this is never going to work. I was too busy thinking about the dishes that needed to be done or the grocery list or, you know, lunch that needed to be packed for the next day. But if we can all spend 10 to 15 minutes a day um, alone in solitude and quiet, if you have kids, wait until they go to bed if you have to do it in the bathtub because that's the only privacy you get, then by all means <laughs> to do that. Um, but if we just spend a little more time getting quiet and meditating, it really helps. That's when we get our ideas, our creativity starts to flow. You, you know how you felt sometimes that you weren't sure what to do about a situation, but when you really just sort of calm down and let it go, so to speak, then that's when we, the answers sort of start to come. And it's the same with the rest of our life. I think if we just keep in mind that our wellness is not just about our physical bodies, but our mental health, our spiritual health, all of that is really important. And really be mindful of how you're feeling. You know, if you wake up and you're nasty to people and you're mean and you're irritable all the time, you're not going to attract positivity into your life. So we really have to just just start small, you know, and we tell people all the time, Think of things that make you feel good, write them down. And when you think of things that make you feel good, they should bring a smile to your face. That's how good it should make you feel. And nobody has to know about it but you. So, you know, write down the name of a person, the name of a place that you've been, the name of a food that you love, you know, the name of a song that you love, something that really makes you feel good. And we can all start there. We've all had so many life experiences that we can start somewhere. And it's just about getting started. Yeah, and that's a really great, um, you know, piece to add to it because it sounds like, you know, when you're talking about natural wellness, you're also, you're also focusing on what naturally brings us to um, a place where we feel good. So whether it be, you know, experiences that we've had or things that we like doing or music that makes us feel mm-hmm. good, it's not just looking at foods that we may put in our body or um, you know, chemicals or things like that, but really just kind of looking at experiences. Absolutely. They play such a huge part. I mean, we all sort of have <clears throat> some sort of self-limiting belief that we've carried from 
our childhood. And I think that if we can be brave enough to sort of face them, then we can start to let let them go. And for some people, that may mean forgiving someone who, who maybe even physically harmed you. And a lot of times we think, well, I don't want to forgive that person because that lets them off the hook. But that's not true. Forgiving someone actually lets you off the hook. It lets your soul off the hook, and then you don't have to deal with it anymore. So for other people that may be not watching the news or reading the newspaper as much, um, really just focusing on the positive things instead of everything else that can go wrong, you know, and doing something each day to move up on the emotion ladder is what I like to call it. If you know that you're at a place where you're feeling angry, just find a small step to bump you up to the next level, you know, so that you're feeling better and better each day. Absolutely. And on that note, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Real Life Solutions, Voice America Health and Wellness. Cancer is not something to be taken lightly, but instead of being talked at by doctors, medical providers, and others, wouldn't it be nice to hear from a host who has worked at the cancer coalface for 38 years as a caregiver, supporter for 14,000 patients, and who has had the experience of having a life-threatening condition herself? You will hear the stories of survivors and other people who work in breakthrough cancer medicine, navigating the cancer maze with host Grace Goller. We'll help you with the facts, planning, and grief experienced with different forms and stages of cancer. Listen every Friday at 12 noon U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. The largest syndicated alternative health talk program has come to the Voice America Network. The Dr. Bob Martin Show is the program that will answer your health questions and help you to heal your own body of many different ailments. Each week, you'll hear the answers that Dr. Bob gives to his callers that help them to be their own doctor most of the time. We'll also discuss developments on the health care front and what you need to do to keep your body in top form. The Dr. Bob Martin Show airs Wednesday mornings at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Moving Forward, Wellness One Step at a Time with Dr. Serena Wathwa. If you have a question or comment for the show today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Dr. Serena Wathwa at gmail.com. That's Dr. Serena W A D H W A at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. All right, and welcome back. We've been talking with Cicely Everson about a variety of different natural wellness paths and getting lots of information about small steps that someone, you know, may be open to taking in their own path to wellness. And, you know, we talked a lot about herbal medicine and some of what it can do for people. And we talked about detoxification and a little bit about telomere science. And one of the things that you mentioned, um, which I'm curious about, because I know in your um, background, there's also some... 
um, information that you have about bioidentical hormonal hormone therapy. Is that right? Yes. Uh huh. So bioidentical hormone therapy is basically an alternative version to traditional hormone replacement therapy. <clears throat> so for most people, if they go to their physician and they have symptoms um, or they get a test run that shows a hormonal imbalance, they're typically going to be put on traditional um, synthetic hormones. Well, the problem with that is that with the synthetic hormones, they give off a lot of side effects, um, and they sort of trick your body into thinking, almost like a birth control pill, tricks your body into thinking one thing so that it prevents um, a different reaction from occurring. So with bioidentical hormone therapy, we use... um, substances that are herb-based, and we do a lot of hormone testing. So, for example, we have a saliva test that we use to test the hormones in the body, like your estrogen, your testosterone, your progesterone. And this is for all people, not just women. It's for men, even children, because when you think about it, um, if you're a woman and your hormones um, are imbalanced, even if you set, let's say if you have a thyroid issue and you give birth to a baby without addressing those things prior to that, then it's, you know, very likely that your baby could have some imbalances. So that's just a natural, it's just natural. So absolutely. So we use natural substances to help correct these imbalances. So you would do a saliva test. We have these little tubes that you've spit into. You mail your test off and the lab contacts us to let us know. And then we share with you all of your levels, whether they're high, low, in between, and then what we can do to help you supplement um, you know, with specific things to help balance your hormones. And there are also the hormones in our brain that are called neurotransmitters. And these are extremely important because they send messages just like the other ones in our bodies. So for the neurotransmitter testing, um, it's a urine test, but these, I mean, it really tests all of your levels because people are dealing with addiction, with, um, you know, depression, um, with a lot of different issues, OCD, a lot of different issues that can really be balanced um, just by getting your hormones in check. So it's extremely important. So that's all that huge long word means, bioidentical <laughs> hormone therapy, just means that we're using, um, you know, substances that are very closely linked to the body. So it's, it's not a synthetic version. So that's how it differs a little bit from the yeah. traditional hormone. Uh-huh. So, so then how does, like, you know, given that, let's say that, you know, somebody, you know, is all, like a listener is already having some um, issues related to hormonal imbalance, and they're very uh-huh. well aware of this. I mean, is there a way that they can also incorporate, like, you know, what we talked about with detox, what we talked uh-huh. about with herbal medicine? Is there a way to kind of combine those? Absolutely. Um, in fact, if a client comes to us and we, you know, have a suspicion that she's hormonally imbalanced or if it's a man, um, we almost always start with some sort of detoxification. We always start with cleansing the bowel and which has actually become like our best selling product, which sort of was sort of funny because we never really pushed it that much. We just used it in our <laughs> protocols, but no pun uh, intended. <laughs> right. Our, exactly. Our original bowel cleanse um, is incredible at just getting the ball rolling, getting things moving. So you can definitely incorporate the two um, because sometimes being so loaded with toxins, our hormones can be imbalanced. So just by starting to detoxify, you know, we can then test to see what your levels look like. And all of this can be done within a matter of days and weeks, really. Um, and once your hormones are getting on the right track, wow, it's a major difference. You can go from being irritable, suicidal thoughts, depressed, 
to loving life again, even though nothing, none of those circumstances in your life have changed, but just your perspective, you know, your outlook on it. So balancing the hormones is really, really key. And have you seen like um, that? Because, you know, you mentioned a lot of like mental health struggles and Mm -hmm. um, substance abuse struggles. I'm curious about, do you see that connected also with um, like medical issues or like individuals who may have like fatigue or chronic pain or something like that? Absolutely. You know, when your hormones are imbalanced, if they are really high or really low, that's going to cause a drastic change in your behavior or in a symptom, you know, however a symptom manifests itself. So, you know, for example, we worked with a child who was about eight years old who um, the doctor pretty much diagnosed her with bipolar disorder. Um, Her parents wanted to take an alternative route, and um, they were bold and courageous enough to do that. And just within, you know, asking questions, running a couple of non-invasive tests, we were able to find out that her serotonin levels were really depleted. And, you know, your serotonin, and that's like the good mood hormone. Yeah. And, well, no wonder she was depressed and she was having all of these mood issues and fluctuations. And once we got her started on a really simple um, protocol, wow, I mean, within like a week to two weeks, she became like the star student at school, whereas before, you know, mom and dad were getting phone calls on a regular basis. So there's absolutely every, you know, Um, diagnosis, so to speak, can be linked to some sort of an imbalance. And I think that for people who, um, let's say they're already on a medication, they don't want to come off of it all the way, you can still work on detoxifying your body, you know, and then if it is your choice to come off of that, do it under the guidance of your doctor, you know, we can work hand in hand with them and then, you know, hope for, for the best results. So you even see where people, you know, I mean, because what I'm hearing you say is that, if listeners are interested in seeing what like um, herbal medicine can do for their own sense of wellness or, um, you know, this bio uh, identical hormone therapy or detoxification, if they, if they're interested to kind of see what this can do, what this can do for them, they don't necessarily need to come off of their current medication to do it. Right. And and I think that varies for each person because some medications are, are, um, you're not going to recommend anyone to come off of it without being supervised by their doctor. While there are other medications that are prescription, but that maybe people take on a you know as-needed basis. So it really does depend. But I think at the end of the day, um, you know, people do have to sort of think about what resonates the most with them. If you want to go the holistic route, you know, we wouldn't recommend just stopping, you know, all of your medications whatsoever. But, you know, you can titrate down. We can test you in in different increments to make sure that your levels are still okay. Again, continue to see your physician on a regular basis. And a lot of people have come off of medications, and not overnight, but a lot of people have definitely come off of them eventually and, you know, uh, graduated to a holistic lifestyle. Okay. And this is part of that is like, you know, taking small steps to, you know, what you're suggesting and what you specialize in is is this natural wellness that people, Mm -hmm. you know, can can, um, see this as information that they may resonate with and want to try and some few steps that they can take. You know, I really like the one that you mentioned about the, um, 
you know, just asking questions and getting as much Mm -hmm. information as you can. And I know that we've talked like a lot about a lot of different things here. And so, um, you know, I'm wondering if there's a way um, how listeners can connect with you if they have additional questions or Mm -hmm. they want to find out more information. What's a good way for listeners to connect with you? Absolutely. Well, first, I want to mention before I forget that for all the listeners, we do actually have a free ebook that um, has five steps for you to look and feel better in just seven days. And some of them that we mentioned are outlined in there, but there's a lot of other great information. So you can reach us by visiting us online um, at www.taoholistics.com. That's T A O. H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C-S dot com. And when you're on the homepage, there is a box where you can put your name and email and we will automatically send you that free ebook. Um, a lot of great information. You can also call us. Um, we don't forget about our people who prefer um, talking on the phone. And you can reach us toll free at 888-872-0836. So we would love to hear from you. Um, we basically, when people are interested... If they decide that they want to become a client, we take you through an intake process so that way we get to know you really well. And we basically ask you, what are the top three things that you want to change or focus on? And we start from there. Well, thank you so much for offering some information about natural wellness. And, you know, hopefully um, some listeners will be following up with you about additional information. And really, thanks for coming on today um, to talk with us about this. Oh, Um, I had such a great time. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So listeners, thank you for joining us. And next week, we are going to have Mar Hill, who will be talking about nutrition. So what a great follow-up. Thanks again for tuning in and have a great week. Thanks again for making the first of hopefully many changes this week by tuning in to Moving Forward, Wellness One Step at a Time. Dr. Serena Wadwell hopes that you'll join her again next Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a great week. Music.